0: from the heart of commie-controlled America, the noble shit-bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most
1: important hour of your day.
2: All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia, this is the Red Bull Project Daily Dose, and things look a little bit different tonight because I don't want to dick out on this and have it all crash down so we're using a different streaming platform right now we're using um, Restream it's just one of the platforms we already use and a little limited in the sense of what we can do on this but we're going to try it and we're going to go with it we're going to run with it we're going to see how it goes and see if we can integrate all the things that we want to integrate in on this so Vince how you doing man
0: doing very well thank you very much how are you how are you
2: oh i'm i'm doing good man i'm doing good, good. today was uh today was a fun day man, a lot of uh, interesting things happening that's right a lot of interesting things happening that's so those just joining us this is the red pill projects daily dose uh we're live with you monday through thursday eight thirty p.m eastern standard time this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy um and a conspiracy it is and we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight but we're going to talk more importantly about surviving the great reset because I'm a firm believer that we're in the midst of the great awakening. Some people call it the great reawakening. I call it the great awakening because for many people, they've never been awake. And so we are in the midst of this great awakening. But first thing that has to happen is we have to survive this uh, globalist firestorm that is occurring known as the great reset, which we don't know the date, the time or the moment that it's going to hit, but it's going to hit. And I assure you, it's going to hit hard and it's inbound. So Vince, yeah hey what are your thoughts on today on the news circuit today
0: oh i think we're inching closer to exactly what you're talking about and world war three and i think it all plays a part there's a lot of aspects to the unfolding global conspiracy Mm -hmm. finance being a big one that's going to lead us right into world war three it appears um and i noticed some things you know i guess we'll get into them in more detail but i think we're getting closer and closer and uh We got to just prepare ourselves mentally and physically. Physically, I mean, not just with our bodies and our health, but with supplies and things like that. Because you never know what could happen. Right. Mm -hmm. That's kind of where I'm at every day. And uh, I kind of live in that space.
2: I feel you, man. You know, I'm going to go here just like this. We're going to pull this up. I'm going to see how, if we can get this. You know, I'm trying to figure out how to organize this correctly. And I don't want to maximize it. Uh, Oh, yeah, uh, we can – oh, there we go. Look at that. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you can kind of like – oh, and I'm learning here too, guys. I'm learning (laughs) here too. Uh, Secretary of Treasury Yellen says not all uninsured deposits will be protected in future bank failures. Oh, did we see this one coming or did we see this one coming? We did. So what does this mean? This means that uh, Yellen is – Yellen, Yellen is telling you, here we go, maybe, oh, no, yeah, there we go. I have, I have a there echo. There we go, Yell, there we go, Yelling. Yelling. is telling you right now that, yeah, we bailed out one of the wealthiest banks in the world known as Silicon Valley Bank, who holds a lot of startup companies, a lot of venture capital firms, and tons of different businesses and multi-billionaires and millionaires. But when it comes to your bank, oh, you're probably not going to be so lucky. Well, because these last two banks, well, they drained the FDIC bank account. What else do we have here? Let's let's go to the next one. You guys are looking at all the tabs I have open. You're going, holy tabs, Josh. Wow. So this one is a little bit of old news. This is the New York Fed begins a 12-week CBDC settlement pilot test. November 15, 2022, the Federal Reserve of New York announced a commencement of a 12-week pilot proof-of-concept CBDC accounting platform test called Regulatory Liability Network. And uh, this involved nine private financial companies, HSBC, Truist, MasterCard, Bank of New York, Mellon City, Wells Fargo, U.S. Bank, PNC Bank, and TD Bank. The SWIFT system will support the international component of the test. Now, I find that kind of interesting, you know, Vince, because none of those banks failed. Those just happen to be the same banks that are bailing these other banks out.
0: Isn't this something?
2: Go back to what I was saying the last few days.
0: The big banks are going to buy the little banks and consolidate the wealth and transference of wealth is underway.
2: So they were setting stage, okay? They're setting the stage for CBDCs. And the way they're doing this is they're going to crash and collapse all these smaller banks – Basically, do a wealth transfer from the people into the the financial organizations, the large ones, okay? And then you'll have no choice to go out there and bank with anybody except for these guys, which are already going to have CBDCs set up, ready, and waiting for you.
0: Yeah. It's going to be fun to try to avoid using that.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking for something here. I got a lot. We we get a lot here. I must have been on my other Twitter account, but yeah. I want to play that one. Um, but we just saw that Wells Fargo, Chase, and a few other banks have stepped in, and have already contributed over twenty billion dollars to save another bank.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that just reminds me of that South Park Mimi played the other day. And it's gone. <laughs> and
2: it's gone.
0: How and long is this
2: going
0: to last? It's gone. Yeah,
2: dude. And it's gone. Financial
1: and your hundred dollars is deposited. And <laughs> it's
2: gone.
0: I don't know how long they could keep this going, man. Because considering the rest of the world and how things are going, you know, coming from kind of a layman in this topic, but we don't seem well poised, right, America.
2: Well, you know, this is the way I look at it is the banks are going to do what the banks do. And uh, we need to have a new social and cultural revolution in this country. That's really what it comes down to. You know, I'm going to get into the rest of the news because it's all pertinent to the banking industry. But I want to play this clip for you here. Okay. This is something I shared on the Dark Delight Show, and I'm going to share it with you guys here because I think it is incredibly relevant to what is happening right now. Let's listen to this. This is a big red flag. Congress member Kevin Hearn sold roughly $5.1 million worth of Microsoft stock, ticker MSFT. Meanwhile, he sits on the Subcommittee of Technology. Congress member Deborah Ross also sold 60000 worth of Microsoft stock. And she sits on the Committee of Science, Space, and Technology. And Congress member Rohit Kana sold 300000 worth of Microsoft stock. But he sits on the Subcommittee of Cyber, Innovative Technologies, and Information Systems. All of these trades were made around the same time Microsoft announced they'll fire 10,000 employees before the end of Q3, track politicians' trades All right, so politicians are making money by trading through the committees that they are on. And a really good guy out there said, if you haven't figured it out, money and power is the reason why politicians run for office, not the preservation of freedom or for justice. Until we remove the financial incentive of holding public office, nothing will ever change. That's the truth. And I'm sticking by this. And this is the type of revolution that we need. If we want to fight them, we got to fight them economically. We have to, we, we are the bankroll of the yeah. federal government. We are the bankroll of this, this social financial regime that is trying to do a transfer into wealth on us. We have to work against them on their, on their game board.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, these few powerful people think that they hold, they rule it all and it's all controlled by them. But in reality, without the individual people like us, that whole thing fails.
2: Yeah. You know, I I see the chat over here and it's funny. I'm like, you know, three banks in the United States just crashed within one week. We've Mm -hmm. had seven train derailments, which are leaking toxic chemicals all around. This country. We're on the verge of World War III. We're almost bankrupt as a nation. People are living paycheck to paycheck. But hell, I just saved a boatload of money by saving by switching my car insurance to Geico.
0: <laughs> Someone said that? That's funny.
2: Well, they didn't say all that. I kind of ad-libbed it here. <laughs> but then you have this. The Federal Reserve Chairman, Powell, comes out. And they say that they, they, they possibly are going to inject $2 trillion, $2 trillion of liquidity into the markets so that this banking thing doesn't happen again. Because at the end of the day, you're talking about a liquidity crisis. If bank hits, banks are upside down and have more liabilities than they have assets, there's no cash to be loaned out. So why don't we just go ahead and print more money and then give that money to the banks and now they can loan it back out? Well, That's, here's the problem.
0: Yeah. Inflation is the problem.
2: Well, there, there you go. Mm. Is the banks are upside down. Because of inflation and the rising rates, printing more money is only going to exacerbate that situation. Not only that is providing two trillion in liquidity to the banks it is only going to make money more expensive in the long run and cause this problem to be escalated longer and longer and longer.
0: yeah it's going to just get eaten right up and they're going to need another injection. I like how they call mm-hmm. it an injection by the way. My God. So how long is this going to be sustainable? Are they going to just keep it going until they want to pull the plug or what? Or is there going to be a a cataclysmic triggering event that brings it all down to where there's no amount of trillions they could print and put in the system that will keep it chugging along?
2: Well, here's a few things. The Federal Reserve has lent U.S. banks close to 12 billion dollars. Under its new one-year lending program unveiled just this Sunday, in the wake of the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the total outstanding amount of all advances under the bank term funding program released over 11.9 billion on Wednesday, uh, according to the central bank. It, it, this is 12 billion dollars more from the Federal Reserve. Now, this is where it gets a little interesting because you have to start looking at numbers. So the bank, so the Fed just came out let 12 billion dollars, right? Yeah. Then they're saying, "Hey, we might pump twelve trillion dollars, or two trillion dollars, into the markets." Okay. Do you know what quantitative easing is?
0: Not really. Uh, I couldn't tell you.
2: Oh, Investopedia. All right, Investitopia, Investopedia. Okay, let's go here. What is quantitative easing? And how does it work to form a monetary policy in which central bank purchases securities on an open market to achieve desired outcome? Quantitative easing is a form of monetary policy in which the central bank, like the U S federal reserve purchases securities. Let's see what a security is. Okay. I just want to take you through the logic of this. Yeah. I love it. The term security refers to a fungible, not negotiable financial instrument that That some type of monetary value, the security can represent ownership in a corporation in the form of stock, a credit relation with a governmental body or corporation represented by owning the entity's bond or rights of ownership as represented as an option. Okay, so the Federal Reserve can buy bonds from the open market to reduce the interest rate and increase the money supply. Quantitative easing creates new bank reserves provides funding with more liquidity and encourages lending and investment in the United States the Federal Reserve implements QE policies. Key takeaways. Quantitative easing is a form of monetary policy used by central banks to increase the domestic money supply, pump money in and spur economic activity. Okay? See, the problem is is that we're in we're literally in a recession because you don't want economic activity. You need to reduce the income. Hmm. E- the interest rates you need to reduce inflation so you have to reduce spending in the market the quantitative easing the central bank purchases government bonds and other financial instruments such as mortgage-backed securities who issues the government bonds vince
0: don't they issue those yes so they're buying it from themselves. This is just a scam. Haven't they been doing this all last year as well? Yes,
2: they've been doing this for a while. I'm going to show you some interesting oh, things. Yeah. Quantitative so I... easing is typically implemented when interest rates are near zero and economic growth is stalled. That's a, that's a red flag right there because interest rates aren't near zero. The United States Federal Reserve implements quantitative easing policies. Okay. Now, if I go over... This is
0: quantitative suicide is what it this is. is.
2: There you go. This is Gwen Eve, and she says quantitative easing is back. About 300 oh billion in assets are added to the Fed balance sheet in the last week. So this is normal when you have high inflation and high interest rates. then all of a sudden, So Vince, let me, let me take you through this little cycle of misery here.
1: Uh-oh.
2: Silicon Valley Bank went under why?
0: They couldn't pay their debts.
2: They, they, they had bought 10-year T-bills, 10-year treasury bills, right? at nearly 0% interest on the return. They bought them a few years ago before interest rates started to raise, right? Well, what happened is, is those interest rates on the T-bills went up. So right now you can go get a T-bill for 5%. So what happens is, is as those bonds... Decrease in value, that doesn't become an asset anymore. That comes a liability, right? So Silicon Valley Bank made bad investments in government bonds. The problem is is they started selling them off a few weeks ago, but nobody would buy 10-year bonds at 0% interest. So (laughs) they collapsed. The FDIC comes in here. insures depositors, and the federal government goes in and takes over the bank. Two days later, the Federal Reserve goes in there and adds $300 billion in assets to the Fed balance sheet through quantitative easing by buying back what? Treasury bonds. Whose treasury bonds did they buy, Vince?
0: Their own. Well, the banks.
2: They bought Silicon Valley's worthless bonds back from Silicon Valley. It's not good after no this is not good, this is bad, this is very, very bad,
0: yeah, okay. I mean honestly, unfortunately, as you said, the healthy thing would be to let this bank collapse, let all those companies go under and deal with the deal with it honestly, yeah. that is the best thing to do is just get through the pain and get back to normal levels at this point. That's really I think the only way to do it. I don't know, but that's my feeling uh,
2: now. I want to show you something else here. Jim Price showed me this, and it was quite interesting. This is the U.S. debt clock for anybody out there who remembers this thing. If you uh, you see a lot of red on there, and yeah, the dollar to oil ratio, the dollar to silver ratio, and dollar to gold ratio is zero dollars per ounce. The reason that is is because of something known as the M2 money supply. Which you go over here to the M2 money supply. It, it's actually talking. It's because the M2 money supply um, was was negative for the year, but. Look over here where it says money creation. The Treasury, okay, has $839 billion of new money.
0: I, it's really hard for me to see. It's so much, so many numbers. So what?
2: Well, so wealth-based, oh, I see. Yeah, wealth-based debt-free, non-interest-bearing money issued by the U.S. Treasury. 1862, President Lincoln issued $450 million directly from the U.S. Treasury. These debt-free, interest-free notes were known as greenbacks, okay? June 4th, 1963, President Kennedy signed Executive Order 11110, issuing $4.3 billion directly from the U.S. Treasury, bypassing the Federal Reserve Bank. These debt-free interest notes were known as silver certificates. Okay? This is real money. Real money. Money creation. U.S. Treasury now has $839 billion of new money. Now, my thought is that this is the bailout those banks through the FDIC because that number wasn't there before. Huh? Yeah. The treasury just prints. So, so basically for everybody out there, who's not paying attention, um, Congress has the ability to authorize new money to be created through the department of treasury, bypassing the federal reserve of which then the treasury can print the money and put it out in the circulation. So now you might be asking yourself, why do we need the Federal Reserve?
0: Yeah. It's fraud. It's
2: like that Pulp Fiction meme.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is fraud in a way.
2: It, it absolutely is They're not fraud.
0: authorized to do that.
2: No, okay. no, they're absolutely authorized to do that. They're no, not authorized the to give their their authorities granted by the Constitution yeah. to a third party.
0: Right. I mean, the Fed isn't authorized to do that for them. It's just That's right. not how it works.
2: And this is what I was talking about right here. Major banks give $30 billion in bailout for First Republic Bank and, uh, amid industry turmoil. An estimated 68% of First Republic's deposits are uninsured by the FDIC. A group of U- major U.S. banks have reached an agreement to help First Republic Bank stave off, collapse by making major deposits to keep the afloat amid industry turmoil. So, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and Bank of America will deposit a total of thirty billion, according to Bloomberg. Now, this is interesting because, well, I remember those some of those names from this article right here with CBDCs. But Vince, do you normally give billions of dollars to another financial institution for free?
0: Nothing's free. Nothing's free.
2: Oh, I think that's a term in, in microeconomics known as Tinstoffel. It's an acronym. Tin stopple. You never oh, heard wait, of Tin Stopple? There's no
0: such thing as a free lunch.
2: There's no such thing as a free lunch. But, Ben, eat it. It's free. It's not free. Yeah, it is. I didn't pay for it. Exactly. That's that's socialism. <laughs> uh, the Fed has announced a July launch for a new FedNow system for live transactions. The central bank says financial institutions can begin formal certification to participate in the new speedy service starting in April. We, we couldn't be more excited about the forthcoming FedNow launch which will enable every participating financial institution, the smallest to the largest, and from all corners of the country to offer a modern instant payment solution. Okay, which the launch drawing near, we urge financial institutions and their industry partners to move full steam ahead with preparation to join the FedNow Now. Service. Uh, the Fed now service the Federal Reserve is creating a leading edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and accessible, according to the Fed president. The launch reflects an important milestone in the journey to help financial institutions serve customer needs for instant payments to better support nearly every aspect of our economy.
0: Hmm. It's not super accessible, I guarantee you that, because you need probably a phone or internet.
2: That's right. And yeah. so, what's going to happen? What's yeah, going to yeah. happen when? You, uh, you go to do a transaction. They're like, oh, yeah, please go create your FedNow account, and then we can take care of that. And you go to Now, and it's uh, taking KYC, you Know Your Customer Biometric, uh, Facial Biometric data of your face.
0: Yeah. Please drip, drip a piece of blood onto your phone. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what it is, man. Yep. Here it comes this year.
2: So – this is just absurd. This this story right here is probably one of the most absurd things that I have heard in a very long time. And okay. I just, I'm still like at an awe okay. to what I'm seeing here. Black Lives Matter movement received nearly $83 billion. Billion with a B from corporations.
0: Yeah, I would have been surprised if it was $1 billion.
2: That's a lot. As a reference point, billion is more than the GDP of 46 African countries. In 2022, the Ford Motor Company's profits were 23 billion. The sum 82.9 billion includes more than 123 million of the BLM parent organization's directly. Okay, and you're talking about Amazon, Silicon Valley Bank, Walmart. These are who gave it to them: Apple, AT and T, United Airlines, JetBlue, Southwest, Delta. They gave wow. over 82 points So the question is and you got to remember, where are these banks getting this money? From you??
0: Fed, well, from, no Fed from you.: and, Well, they get bailouts too, but yeah, yeah, mostly us.
2: They gave money so I take this in the, So the banks, you have deposits in there. They go ahead and use your money to make money, and then they give that money that they made to these philanthropy organizations. Then they take that tax write-off, because it's a 501c3, and use that as a tax credit to give themselves big-ass bonuses. That's your money. Yeah. And they gave $82.9 billion to BLM. The question you have to ask, though, what the hell did BLM do with that money?
0: Well, a small amount of it was built. They built personal residences and things like that for it. They traveled, mm-hmm. you know, first class, jets, this kind of thing. Uh, lined their own pockets, lined others' pockets, and then um, created a movement where they just des- destroyed billions of dollars worth of infrastructure in the country, which I don't get that part, but they didn't do anything. What did they build? What did they do? Well,
2: firstly, the, a lot of money went to uh, Democratic PACs for, for the 2022 midterm elections. Um, another theory on the streets is that this is embezzlement. This is how they have been laundering money. Overseas and all over the place. You'll come to find out that BLM was a, um, a financial partner with FTX. Oh, something of that nature, right?
0: I bet. Yeah, it's a scam, dude. It's it so is. much money.
2: But but you know what? Any donor to BLM should be asking for where is that eighty nine billion dollars? Where where is that money, and where has it gone?
0: They should pay reparations.
2: Well. I want to hint you on something. If you go back to the boards, remember the boards that we used to talk about? Yep. Do you remember the one about how, do you honestly think that George Soros pays for any of these protests or any of these operations himself? It's funded by the U.S. taxpayer. And now you know how. $89 billion to fund psychological warfare campaigns, protests, overthrows, coup d'etats of governments.
0: Absolutely. Wow.
2: All right. What do we got here? My pronouns are told you so. I don't mean the gloat, but here's what I told you about the future outlook, the US economy, and markets. Putin's plan to crash the West and shift in the global power order. I feel more uh, feel free to compare what I've tweeted here today. Putin knew that Russia will get mass sanctioned by the West, that the U.S. will freeze 300 billion of Russian assets in the U.S., and that the U.S. propaganda machine will vilify Russia like never before. I told you why Putin invaded Ukraine anyway. Uh, Then I tweeted what I called the most important thread about the major global collapse that is coming on the basis of the U.S. government has been bankrupt for years and used money printing to delay the inevitable. You didn't have to be a genius to predict the current banking sector crash. U.S. banks were hooked on interest-free money from the U.S. government to pump the fake markets and create the illusion of a strong economy. And with the banking sector crash, crypto would rise again. Unfortunately, the worst is yet to come because with the end of the Western prosperity and the accelerated decline of the U S empire comes a significant risk of world war three and nuclear Armageddon. Don't underestimate the arrogance of the U S government. They will take the world down with them. Hmm. I like his perspective a little maybe off in the sense that Russia is the one that orchestrated this. Yeah. Top executives at First Republican Bank sold millions of dollars in company stock before the shares plummeted, Vince. Of course.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did, did you hear about Silicon Valley Bank? They They issued uh, bonuses on Friday before the bank no, collapsed.
0: No kidding. Yeah. It doesn't get.
2: <laughs> and then they got bailed it. out. Of course. Because well, you know convenient. their bank accounts were in their own bank. <sighs> You know, when are people going to get pissed off? Now, remember I told you a sign of things to come, that what you're going to see is the banks will begin to collapse and you'll start to see unsurety in the market and runs on banks. And then eventually what will happen is foreign countries will begin dumping their treasury bonds back onto the market. (laughs) Yeah. And that's going to exasperate the economic collapse. Well, look at this China's dumping American debt. U.S. Treasury data is said China has continued to slash its holding of U.S. Treasury securities amid the growing threat of economic sanctions from Russia, according to the data released by the U.S. Treasury on Wednesday. The figures show that Beijing's holding slid to $859.4 billion in January from $867.1 billion in December. The decline in January is more than $3.1 billion cut than the month before. China's the second largest holder. Of foreign U.S. debt, and if they dumped it back onto the market, it would surely be a economic collapse. All right, we got to watch this one. Karim Jean on Pierre, everybody. Karim Jean Pierre, everybody. What's happening
1: now with First Republic. I mean, what tools do you have to? Push back against a further concentration in this critical. Session. So, look as it relates to specific banks and institutions. You know, I would, I would. Uh, um I would refer you to the relevant banking regulators. So I leave that there, and that's why the president. But more broadly, that's why the president took the actions that he did over the weekend. Remember, he directed his uh, Treasury Secretary and the NSC director uh, to uh, come up with a plan on how to deal with what we were seeing with SVB, uh, the Silicon Valley Bank, and so they took action. And now, what we what we believe, and what you heard from uh, the Secretary today, which is decisive and fa- forceful actions were taken by the government government to strengthen public confidence in our banking system. So there there should be confidence in our banking system.
2: Tell us you know nothing about banking or the financial industry without actually telling us you know nothing about banking or the financial industry.
0: Yeah, I I like the part where she just, the end, the the, last sentence, uh, there should be confidence in the banking system. Yeah, she could just say that about everything. There should be this. There should be that. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Should be. Should
2: be. Out of here. Should be. So iron ore prices have fell on Thursday as China reported a plan to again cut annual crude steel production this year. Benchmark 62% iron fines imported in northern China retreated 2.51% to $129.88 per ton. The most traded May iron ore contract on China's Dalian Commodity Exchange ended daytime trade at 2.8% lower at 902 Wong a ton after Uh, Earlier hitting 897.5 wang, China will again cut annual crude steel production in 2023, making it the third consecutive year that the government has mandated an output limit in line with its emission reduction program. No official announcement has been made about the plan. Uh, Sino Steel said there was a high probability that steel mills will maintain a stable increase in production during the first half of 2023. You know, like, countries are bringing back manufacturing of their own products and, and their own services and steel and all this stuff. Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, China's a big why. producer of metals.
2: I wonder why. Ramp up that war machine! That's part of it. All right. We want to do a quick, fun intermission while we uh, will we wait for this? I got to pull this up.
0: What are we waiting for?
2: Oh, nothing. We're, oh, we're not waiting for really anything. I'm just, uh, I'm going to play a little music video. We're going to play a little music video. Take a quick little intermission. Ready? Ready. All right, here we go. Here we go.
1: And mental thing that's what i do doing thing. now
3: Fulton County
2: were counted more than once.
3: I bet he took New York and carried California as well.
2: That was Natasha Owens on her new debut. Uh, I believe it's her debut sing- single, but Natasha Owens. Yeah, award-winning Christian music artist um, who's performed with Toby Keith and many others. Uh, wow. whose album is called American Patriot, and we have no affiliation with her whatsoever, but thank you so much for letting me play that. That was an awesome tune. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, so for everybody out there, we, we have a few things happen here at the Red Pill Project. There's ways that you can support us. And I have to put these in there because uh, this is the way that we stay alive. This is the way that we're allowed to do with what we do and, and really continue to do this day in and day out. So I wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's donated on the Red Pill Project's uh, Battle of the Streams. This is between DLive, Pilled, Rumble, and uh, Facebook uh grismo seven donated three lemons thank you so much grismo uh sammy d1970 is celebrated a one month subscription streak thank you so much sammy racing ray gifted the can thank you so much racing ray oh it's 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 thursday i gotta release the uh the chest and the uh the crack and the scratching uh sammy uh we just said sammy uh, bayonet one ice cream thank you so much bayonet grandma revolt uh grandma Fire revolt one ice cream as well thank you so much Bayonets and Grandma. Uh, Shannon, 13, 13, five lemons. Thank you so much, Shannon. Uh, RPG, thirty five five ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG, thirty five seventy three and Shannon. Bayonet, again, two more lemons. Patriotic Pisces, one diamond. Thank you so much, Bayonet and Patriotic Pisces. Uh, and another diamond from Patriotic Pisces. Enlightened Science, two ice cream. X Grits, X, one ice cream. And Shannon, 13, 13, three lemons. Thank you so much, X Grits, Shannon. Enlightened Science and Patriotic Pisces. We have Hillbilly Jack Ill. Uh five ice cream. Thank you so much, Hillbilly. Shannon 1313, 13, another lemon. Carrie Ray, three ice cream. Thank you so much, Carrie and Shannon. Bayonet, two more lemons. Patriot and a Pisces, two ice cream. Carrie Ray, five lemons. Thank you so much, Bayonet, Patreon and Pisces and Carrie Ray. You guys are just rocking it today. Get her done. Five lemons. Thank you so much, get her done. Slumdog gifted a can. Fuck Joe Biden. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, yay donated one ice cream. Cat 25, the cat 25, five lemons. Thank you so much, Yay, the cat and Slumdog. And Carrie Ray, three more ice cream and Yay, three lemons. Thank you guys. And RPG 3573, five lemons. Thank you so much, guys, and all those donations. and. Then- and I'm gonna take a, a quick moment to go in here because I've actually been getting a lot of feedback from people, and people have been asking me some questions specifically about this. Um, and just Jim, 377 gold pills. Hey, you guys!
0: <laughs> I think you're saying "Hey, you guys," but that's funny.
2: Well, I had to do it like that. I'm sorry. I know.
0: I love it. It's hilarious.
2: And for them out there, I'm gonna release a scratch-in. the scratching. The scratching has been released. And then I have to go to restream in here to go to live. Let me do that. But I, but I also wanted to go out there and, and talk about Dr. Kirk Elliott. Um, so I talked to Dr. Kirk Elliott a little bit today about what's happening economically in this country. And uh, we, we both agree that this is a very dire situation, that this is scary, that people should be concerned. He says that their phone is absolutely off the hook. Um, and that they're busy and uh, that people are concerned about their finances, um, as you should be. You should be diversified in some type of precious metal. You should have, if you have a retirement fund, you should be diversified in something in precious metals because they are a slow growth asset, which means that the closer you get to retirement, the more you kind of want to put into these less risky assets that hold more value and increase over time. So, um, I, I wanted to go ahead and, and just talk about Dr. Kirk Elliott for a second. I'm going to bring up his website. Uh, you can get to this by going to getgoldtoday.com. All right. And there's this, this quick little video here that I want to play for you. Or actually, hold on. I didn't share the sound on this one. Let me go back in here. I got to share the sound on this. There we go. I want to play this sh- quick little video with John Michael Chambers and uh, Kirk Elliott here.
3: Why gold? Why silver? Why now? Why not? <laughs> a horrible <Yeah>. answer. <laughs> no, it's every, there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 80s, 90s, 2000s, interest rates were coming down, which caused what? Real estate to boom because the cost of ownership was lower. Cost of financing was lower. Mm-hmm. It caused the value bonds to go through the roof as interest rates came down. Um, it caused the stock market to go up because when, people, when the cost of borrowing was low, people would actually then be able to borrow and invest and do all of that. I mean, that was great for them, but gold didn't do anything during that mm-hmm. point. So where are we today? Knowing that that's the backdrop that makes markets move, interest rates are at the lowest point ever. They're only going up. People are already living hand to mouth they're only a couple paychecks away from complete bankruptcy, most of America is. So if they're there with the lowest interest rates ever, as interest rates start to climb, they're gonna feel the pinch even more, which will put pressure on the stock market. It will kill the bond market. It'll make it harder to purchase real estate. So it's like, boom, what? Everything that was good 10, 20 years ago is no longer really all that that lustrous, right? Mm -hmm. Except gold and silver. This is the time that gold and silver shine is during chaos, uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change. When the other options to invest in are not looking so hot, people flee for safety.
2: All right. So what he just said there was filmed a while back, and it's happening right now. Literally, it's happening right now so you can go down here and you can get go getgoldtoday.com that's how you get here okay and you're going to see my silly mug and you scroll down and there's this form right here just fill out this form and go ahead and contact them or you can give them a call right here 720-605-3900 or email schedule at kirkelliottphd.com but i highly recommend you give them a call leave a voicemail or just fill out this form. If you if you have troubles getting to the website or anything like that, just message me and I will help you with that specifically. But uh, I think that it, it's something that everybody should look into and at least get a financial consultation. Now, I've heard a lot of people talking about how, uh, actually Nino was talking about this today on Twitter, that uh, is this a white hat operation against the banking systems or is this a black hat operation? Okay, And uh, I chimed in and I said, This is not a white hat operation. If you think this is a white hat operation, you're not paying attention and you don't know what you're talking about financially, economically, and you have no idea what is even coming. This is exactly what we've been saying it is. This is the centralization of banking power, the transference of wealth from the American people to the institutions and the introduction to the CBDC centralized crypto sector, that is being implemented as the new system. And people out there want to talk about Nassara and Jessara. Nassara Jessara doesn't exist. And I can take all the evidence that you want to provide me and show me on Nassara Jessara and I will show you how it was manipulated. It was CGI'd, that it was created by people who were financially incentivized to create that information, and that there's no actual documentary public evidence of anything like No, sorry, just sorry. Now, there is a quantum financial system, QFS, and this was implemented for design and structure, but we're still about 10 years away from it because you have to get quantum networking in play. And this is what Donald Trump is doing with the 10 different cities specifically that are going to be brought about. Now, quantum financial system is, guess what? CBDC. Except it's not centralized, it becomes more decentralized to where each state becomes its own hub, each county has its own hub, and they act as kind of a relay within the blockchain for a specification. But there's no, you know, there, there's no restrictions on this. There's no programmable money. The money is basically just money, but it's legitimized by a backing of actual actual real money, which would be gold or silver. I wanted to put that out there, um, and then anybody ever wants to talk to me about those situations, I've been on with Mel Carmine, I've been on with these other people before, um, and and I've said this piece, and you know Mel is awesome, I love Mel Carmine, but you know is XRP the future? Oh yeah, you want to buy crypto? Buy some XRP, buy some XLM, okay, buy some Elgo. Why do I say that? Because you need to understand the new financial system that is being built right now. So there is some truth coming out of the, that Nassar our community. But to believe that all the wealth of the billionaires is going to be redistributed to the people of the world after they're taken down is an absolute absurdity because the majority of their wealth is paper wealth.
0: Yeah, and that would, money is worthless. Yeah, how would that work? Yeah. The inflation would just be crushing.
2: I, don't I know. love this picture of Joe Biden. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. Nope, that doesn't work. I'm trying to find the best. uh, There we go. That's her. There we go. Goldman Sachs slashes its U.S. GDP forecast boost U.S. recession odds. Now, we talked about this a little bit last night, and I went and looked at the information on this. So this is pending on GDP forecast results. Now, international GDP um, forecast will come out this month, March. 23rd, so next week and, and a week after. But preliminary GDP for the United States in Conus comes out May 25th. Now, if you go back to various, uh, Larry McDonald is an economist. He's very high up there, very wealthy dude. He's been talking about this. Uh, Steve Forbes was just on Glenn Beck talking about this, is that basically we have two months before this financial system begins to start to crumble and people really take notice and it's a, it's a sign that we're in that recession. And that two months no, uh, notification comes about because of what? The GDP numbers. Because it's going to show rampant GDP decline. And if it doesn't, there's going to be problems because some of the Fed banks are going to come out and say, this, this isn't real. These numbers are fake.
0: Mm, I don't know why well, they could. I don't know if they would.
2: Oh, they will, buddy.
0: They all they fudge will. numbers.
2: They fudge numbers like Pete butt plug plug fudges butts. <laughs> they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see those big data points come out in, the, in next week and next uh in 2 months.
2: Yep. Now, Credit Suisse is one that you have to watch because they have to, haven't actually imploded yet, but if Credit Suisse actually does implode, it'll be far worse than the SVB collapse because Credit Suisse um is uh the Swiss lender is classified as systematically important by the US Financial Stability Board, meaning it's too big to fail as a collapse and has a potential trigger of financial crises. Watch credit suisse.
0: Yeah, they're not doing too hot.
2: I give them three weeks.
0: They have a really high, very high chance of collapsing
2: soon. Mm-hmm. Well, and in, in, in Kimberly just said, you know, I think we need a bank run. I agree, but we need a coordinated bank run. And before we do the bank run, what you need is a list of demands that are sent to every single politician in Washington saying, this is our demand. You either do this or we're pulling all of our money out of the bank we're putting it in the gold and silver. Done.
0: If the system's going to crash anyway, how much leverage would that give people? If you put it in the gold and silver? No, I'm just saying it's not. Putting it, out oh, taking it out of the banks. Regardless if you pull of it out of the it.
2: banks, the banks collapse. If the banks yeah, collapse, the Federal Reserve collapses. My point
0: is, my point is, the banks are collapsing anyway.
2: But you're not understanding. When the banks collapse with your money inside of them, what did Janet Yellen say today?
0: Your money's safe.
2: No, she said your money's not safe. She no, says, she the, yes, she did. Absolutely. G- Secretary Yellen says right here. Secretary Yellen says not all uninsured deposits will be protected in future bank failures. Oh, okay. Okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right.
2: Okay. So if a Mm. bank collapses with your money in it, (laughs) your money's not safe, dude. So if your money's not safe in there and you pull it out and cause the collapse, but yet your money's being transferred in the gold and silver and the collapse happens because you orchestrated it, but your money's now in gold and silver and that skyrockets in value. Yeah. You just did a reverse transfer into wealth.
0: I still think that's a great idea for everyone's personal interests and to have their wealth kept and not be lost. But is there leverage there? Because if it's going to fail anyway, they might just say, go ahead and do it. And then people will do it and then it'll collapse. Right. I feel like the collapse is going to happen either way is kind of my.
2: But you have to understand the point of the collapse. It's about the transference of wealth. It's about making people poor and not able to pay their bills, to pay their mortgages, to pay their cars. That's the whole point of the financial collapse. Oh, okay. To transfer the wealth from the average person to the incredibly super wealthy. Okay. Okay.
0: So this keeps people from being dependent on the government by staying this, self-sufficient.
2: Exactly in a way,
0: as well, which is good. Mhm. There's a lot of fa- there's a lot of pieces to this. I'm trying to I know piece it together in my head. Greta Thunberg.
2: This is uh, Simon Godick. He says I dug more into uh, Greta Thunberg's story. The more I realized that something stinks here. It's no coincidence that her first appearance was on August twentieth, two thousand eighteen, with a sit-in protest in front of the Swedish Parliament. Followed coincidentally four days later by the release of a book she co-authored with her mother. But that's not all. The PR machine for her was already in full swing on August 20th, thanks to a man named Ingramar Renthog, who financed and drove the campaign through its company, We Don't Have Time. And guess what? Renthog is also, coincidentally, the chairman of the think tank Global Challenge, which is now, coincidentally, fully financed by a billionaire named Christine Persson, a member of the Swedish Social Democratic Workers' Party and former minister in the government under Stefan Lofian. And if that's not enough, Rentog, purely coincidentally happened to walk by the Swedish parliament on August 20 and encounter Greta during her sit-in protest, taking a photograph of her. But wait, there's more. Renshawg and Greta's mother had already met before a, at a climate conference on May 4, 2018, which is coincidentally the exact date when Renshawg became CEO of the aforementioned think tank. And here's something even more interesting. Both Christine Pearson and Stefan Löfven, Lof- sorry, Löfven, Uh, Happen to be members of Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum. It's amazing how all these connections seem to come full circle, isn't it? It's clear to me that something fishy is going on behind the scenes here. These people are manipulating the public and abusing their power for their own political gain. We need to be aware of their tactics and warn everybody we know about the Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution. That's pretty damn good research. I like that. Oh, yeah.
0: Globalists. Globalists.
2: This is a new hit piece on a uh, Yahoo News here. And uh, let's let's read through this. My wife is bisexual and non-binary, and my daughter is transgender. My queer family helped me better understand myself and my masculinity. And man, does he look masculine. And yeah.
0: happy. Dude, he doesn't have any masculinity. He's like the striking
2: look. resemblance of a happy he looks, Jew. Yeah,
0: he looks like he's about to bust out in tears. Save this man.
2: So first, my daughter came out as transgender. Then my bisexual wife came out as non-binary. As the only non-queer person in the family, I often felt left out by their shared experience. But my queer family has taught me a lot about myself and how masculinity masculinity can be less restrictive. My 19-year-old daughter last month invited her mother to see the queer comedian Chris Fleming. My wife is thrilled. Our daughter still lives with us, and she often communicates in brief grunts as she scurries (laughs) down to her basement lair, emerging only to be let in friends and forage for chicken nuggets. I
0: don't don't want to make fun of the kid, but this
2: man's situation is absolutely horrible. She doesn't often include us in her social plans. I'm going to read that part again. Uh, Our daughter still lives with us, 19, but she often communicates in brief grunts and scurries down to her basement lair, emerging only to let in friends and forge for chicken nuggets. You our hip and happening with kids, I told my wife. She rolled her eyes, but I could tell she was pleased. I was not invited on this incursion because I wasn't a fan of Fleming. My wife has tried to explain his appeal. He's so funny! My wife, and I, I wonder why he's misgendered in her. She comes out as non-binary, but he... Calls he says, her his wife.
0: wife. <laughs> I know it's and his travesty. daughter's
2: transgender, but he's calling it his daughter. Is this okay? He's but just this, yeah. Yeah, he, he's not getting <laughs> it. you're you're not you're not getting the semantics, buddy. My wife, wa- wife and daughter's love for Fleming is rooted in another commonality. They're both queer. My daughter <laughs> is transgender and my wife is bisexual and non-binary. As the boring cisgender straight guy in the family, I don't just get some aspects of queer culture. I try to take an interest, but your boring. demographic destiny sometimes rears up and says, Pfft. but I'm grateful to be outnumbered in my family by the other demographics. Yeah, when you really. share a family with queer people, your understanding of love becomes more expansive as does your understanding of yourself.
0: This is crazy talk.
2: This is, this is mental illness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Poor poor guy. He needs some he needs some dude friends and he needs to go do dude stuff.
2: He needs one of those dudes that knocks on his door. Like, hello. Grab your coat. You're coming with me. Where are we going? Shut up and don't ask. Let's go. <laughs> you, you, you take him to a country bar, you put on yeah. a 10-gallon hat exactly. and cowboy boots.
0: And then we're going to the strip club.
2: <laughs> you go, yeah, you go get him laid. You go to the strip club. Get him a get him a, a stripper for the night. He's Dude. gonna go home and be like, bitch, get out of the basement. Just imagine I'm a, that. I'm a transgender guy. <laughs> Shut He's up. So... You're a little girl. Get out.
0: But just imagine this.
2: He, How dare he,
0: you? He gets married, everything's normal, and then this our society starts evolving into this brainwashed, more brainwashed more weird society his wife goes to college figures out she likes to kiss girls too all of a sudden like she didn't know and now he has a kid he's really invested in this relationship and they get just totally mishmashed with all this propaganda and stuff she turned his wife turns lesbian or bi and then so she like are they polyamorous is she having like obviously they're poly too
2: i'm assuming they're polyamorous i'm assuming the wife since she's i love that Polly she's and th-
0: bi and they's and I think that she's bisexual
2: levels. and tr- and non-binary. Okay, look. Which means that how can you be bisexual and non-binary? Look. <laughs> if you're non-binary, you don't have a sex to identify as. So how can you be bi beyond <laughs> it's two <ridiculous>. sexual?
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny too. My it's wife. It's a
2: contradiction.
0: Yeah. Okay, look. All you listening, I don't care who you are, what you're doing, what you call yourself, all that stuff, just keep me out of it. <laughs> That's cool.
2: All the red pill women out there are making dick jokes and ball I don't jokes.
0: need the updates. Oh, really?
2: Yeah,
0: it's funny. <laughs> this is a wild article and his picture made me laugh, man. Sad. He looks so sad.
2: But you know, this makes a lot of sense.
0: Taking away masculinity.
2: There you go. Yeah. It's not toxic masculinity. It's masculinity. And they're taking it away. You know what toxic masculinity is? That's a lie? Men who are raised in homes with with no father figure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. I saw a video the other day of this girl who's like, I guess she's crying hysterically on the internet and she's like I just I can't stand it anymore sitting there waiting for my dad and my brother to get served by my mother it's so disrespectful I can't stand it and then people in the comments were like I love serving men and like well that's the way a lot of people do it and you know it's not like a crazy slavery thing or something you're just a little crazy Mm
2: -hmm. I I think that uh, you know go to san francisco so i i, I want to touch on this real quick and let me pull up this one okay. this is on my profile i just posted this a little while ago i don't
0: want to go to san francisco
2: no you don't <laughs> you, you really don't and so um mays my my newfound friend on twitter I, I i was part of one of her uh um twitter lives the other day nice it was fun um and for everybody who doesn't know Maze. Uh, Mays love 14 on Twitter, investment banking technology, Goldman Sachs, retired real estate stocks, investor, artist, researcher, and really big into what's happening right now. She's awesome. Uh, but she posted San Francisco Bay Area to phase out natural gas heating appliances. Right now, Governor Newsom announced uh, a few uh, about two years ago that by 2025, they're going to start phasing out all construction equipment that are diesel and gas fuel, these types of things. And I said, let's look at the facts on here on how not to run a city. Silicon Valley Bank just collapsed due to poor negligent investment strategies. Crime is above 40% the national average in San Francisco. Homelessness and drug abuse are so rampant in San Francisco, they have their own Wikipedia page. Must be very proud of that one. $5 million per qualified black resident is the tax burden on the citizen, which will pay for reparations for slavery from over 200 years ago. The irony is that over 55% of the San Francisco population is minority in immigrants. I thought that was a good one. Now they want to ban natural gas stoves and heating along with various construction equipment. This is the same state where rolling blackouts are a common occurrence because they can't seem to figure out how to properly use coal and nuclear power.
0: Rest in peace, San Francisco.
2: So uh, a city with a 55, only 37% of San Francisco is white. Okay. The majority are minorities and immigrants. And they're going to take those minority and immigrants' taxpayer dollars and give $5 million to each qualified black person as reparations.
0: Minorities are the white people, actually.
2: Well, the minorities would be the white people, but we consider a minority in this country as someone who is not Anglo-Saxon white European.
0: Which I thought we called the minorities because they consisted of, of the least a smaller minority, minority population.
2: Because throughout the United States, they are the minority population.
0: Okay, total. Right. Okay, I'm stupid. My God. So yeah, that's ridiculous, dude.
2: President Marcone rams through this pension change without a parliament vote. This is like. We've been hearing this all over the place, right? Trudeau the other day, Joe Biden with the gun change. Now Mark Cone comes out with this parliament vote to change the retirement age from 62 to 64.
0: They pushed it through, real yep. like like Biden likes to do. Do That's it, right. Joe. Push something through.
2: Uh, Le Pen, the the right wing national, uh, nationalist came out and said uh he needs to be he needs to resign immediately. This is BS. And she actually won that election. We all know that. But yeah. let me show you some video of France right now This is France They are protesting and looting and they are pissed The people in France are pissed off. And it's not just the right, it's, it's both sides. <laughs> and so Marcone could be could be brought to his knees. And, you know, maybe we can have a replay of the French Revolution and they break out the guillotine.
0: Oh, oh that'd be cool. cool. Wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah I, think I, I think I'm echoing gonna... again. Okay.
2: So, you know, I said this the other day in the show, and someone in Europe, uh, who's in one of these countries came out and said, uh, responded to me. I said, you know, it's like the rest of the world is just waiting for America to wake up and get to the streets and start protesting themselves. And they said, yep, we are. We're waiting for America to rise. And once American people take to the streets, you're going to have a global revolution. I think that's what everybody's waiting for right now. So Biden has now demanded that the Chinese company sell off TikTok or face a U.S. ban years after he reversed Trump's ban on the app. You remember this. When Biden came in, he reversed the ban on the TikTok app. And now he's saying that they need to sell the company. That's exactly what Donald Trump said, by the way, is that the American version of TikTok cannot be owned by the Chinese Communist Party and that they would be let back in when they did. Biden came in, reversed it. And now Biden's saying the same thing that Donald Trump did. Why? Because of tech lobbyists spending billions of dollars in Washington, D.C., because they're losing billions upon billions of dollars in advertising revenue to TikTok. TikTok oh. is absolutely dominating the revenue side of advertising for social media. Nobody really? even wants to do business with Facebook and Instagram anymore.
0: No one, yeah, they're garbage. Plus, they're yeah. not as addicting.
2: <laughs> yeah, very true. Well, the conscience is not that good. Seriously, the content's just not good. You know what? Vine used to be awesome.
0: Yeah. If Facebook
2: changed their storyline to just vines, and then you'd have that scroll at the top to see actual posts. They They have
0: they have short form videos
2: too. They do. They do. But if they made that the if they just marketed it a little bit better and made that the top priority right there instead of having it on the three three panel. On the scroll a, on the parallel. If, like they, if they made, made that a, the top feed.
0: Or an app just designed for that feature.
2: Yep. You know what they need to do is they need to come out there, rebrand as meta, redo all their apps, come out with search algorithms similar to the TikTok, still have the functionality to post, and, and people will like it again.
0: Except the fact that it's Facebook.
2: Except for the fact that it's, that's why people don't like it, because it's Facebook. They came out as meta. <laughs> Chlorine dioxide makes chickens healthier, according to a new study. There's a whole lot of fear being peddled right now about the world's chickens succumbing to so-called avian flu. Researchers out of Pakistan publishing their work in the Pakistan Veterinarian Journal found at the time that chlorine dioxide, a water acidifying agent, heals a damaged gut. Poor digestion, uh, just in case you did not know, is a common entry point for diseases like bird flu. So, for the study, researchers randomly assigned 160-day-old Cobb 500 male broiler birds to four different treatments using chlorine dioxide product called Dertrian. The first group dw served as a control group, while DW03, four, five uh, were given 0.3, 0.4, 0.5 parts per million of chlorine dioxide, respectively, in their drinking water. After collecting and analyzing the elysium tissue and digestive samples. Uh, system samples from the birds the team found that chlorine dioxide is a powerful immune supportive agent in chickens especially in higher doses at the levels of 0.5 parts per million chlorine dioxide was seen in uh, in relative liver and gizzard weight among the different animals the study found it can be concluded from present findings that addition to chlorine dioxide can serve as an effective tool to improve broiler performance by reducing the load of harmful pathogens and improving gut health in birds wow interesting.
0: I love stuff like this.
2: Since ancient times, pine needles have been an important part of vibrant health. You might not know this. And I already knew this is that you can go get pine needles and you can boil them into a tea, which is actually pretty good. If you have a little bit of honey, you can add that in there, but they're, they're packed full of nutrients, including vitamin C.
0: Oh, so much vitamin C. The natives knew this and actually cured a lot of people who sailed across the sea by feeding them pine tea because they just somehow knew that that's the nutrient that these people needed.
2: Yep. So pine needles, especially those from the Eastern white pines, strobus), are known to provide many different compounds and nutrients, including antioxidants, vitamin C, essential oils, acid, acids, amino acids, and flavonoids. Um, and for wh- anybody out there, who's wondering white pine, is a natural antiviral and antibiotic. If you have problems, like if you're sick, go get some white pine extract and try some of it.
0: Okay. I love this type of thing. And so good. Once the pine needles dry out, you could boil them up again and they get all flimsy and you could make baskets out of them.
2: That's true. <laughs> well, white pine comes in an extract form. But uh, a few it. years ago, I got sick, and I didn't know what was going on. And uh, I don't have health insurance. I got the VA, but I wasn't on good terms with them at the time. And so I treated myself. I'm like, okay, oh, this is either got to be bacterial or viral, right?
3: Yeah. So I treated yeah.
2: myself. And I was eating whole garlic cloves. Yep. Okay. Um, I was uh, taking white pine. I was taking... Um, um, a few other products that I'll get back to people on because I'm forgetting the names of them. But I still got them upstairs. And within just a few days, gone. I was, yeah. I was completely better. All healed. Cool. You
0: know how I healed my strep throat?
2: How? Oh. No, I chew- don't want to know. Vince. I really don't want to know now.
0: <laughs> I chewed garlic cloves and ginger. Just eat, ate those. I drank lost tea. And I put uh, oregano extract in the tea, Mm -hmm. and that is a natural antibiotic, and it got rid of it in a couple days.
2: Yep. Uh, What's the one? It's uh, something claw. Someone out there is going to know. I don't know. Uh, There's one out there. There's that one. Oh, I used um, green tea extract.
0: Oh, nice.
2: Green tea extract. And, And you know what I would do with all the pills and stuff? Is I would take the pills out and I would mix them all together into one substrate, and Just then kidding. I would take all that at once. I was using the hydrogen nice. peroxide gargles. Yep. Oh, I did that
0: too. Yeah, dude. Uh,
2: oil of oregano.
0: Oil of oregano. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. That stuff's powerful, man.
2: Yep. No, it's uh, it wasn't witch's claw. It was uh, not devil's claw. Bear claws. No, I, I will. I'll get it out to people later. I, I don't. All my stuff's upstairs right now. But uh, I love it. There, there was some stuff in there that's like, don't take this more than two days in a row type of stuff. And yeah. one thing I didn't take was chlorine dioxide because they didn't oh, yeah. have any at the time. Um, but d- dude, there is so many natural remedies out there that you can take that will just knock this shit right out of you.
0: It's amazing that people aren't aware of these things. A lot of people who listen are aware of some of these things. Others, not so much, but just the average person. The fact that they're not given these treatments before given things that have severe side effects from pharmaceutical companies is incredibly sad. So I love it when I figure out something like this to take care of myself.
2: So mm-hmm. I took entonacea.
0: Hmm, I'm not familiar with that one.
2: You would know it if you see it, Entonacea. So Entonacea, I took um, Cat's Claw. Thank you. Cat's Claw. Cat's
0: Claw. Okay.
2: Cat's Claw. And huh. then I also took um, Iodine. Oh, so it was Enchinacea, Cat's Claw, and uh, no, it wasn't taking iodine um, at the time. I was taking, um, there was another, soft, uh, soft, I think Saw Palmetto, or there's a few others out there, uh, St. John's Wort, these types hmm. of things. But basically anything that I saw that had um, bacteria, Golden Seal, yep, Golden Seal, uh, Enchinacea Enten- uh, uh, and uh, Golden Seal usually go well together. Uh, but, and then B vitamins, anything that I saw that had antibacterial, antiviral, because I had an upper respiratory and stuff. Um, I, I said, let's do it. And I just put it all together and I started taking it all at the same time. And like two days, I was like, good to go. And by the way, I did Wim Hof breathing. Okay. Wim Hof breathing. When you think you're going to die. (laughs) <laughs> you will do what needs to be done. True. Yeah, you can find Cat's Claw in the litter box. That's right.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> uh. You see that
2: video out there? What's that uh, That that bacteria that grows in cat poop or that fungus that grows in cat poop?
0: The one that, yeah, I don't know. The Apparently one that I makes you it.
2: like want cat poop and you have to go back and eat it?
0: Oh, what the hell? I don't know. Is it the one that kills pregnant people's babies? Yeah,
2: yeah. So Island there's a North video called. out there of this Asian lady working at the um um at a uh an adoption agency for animals and she's seen on camera eating the cat. She's holding the cat and petting it Ugh. and eating the, the, the chunks that the chocolates out of the litter. The Rokas. Yep. The Rokas.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh apparently if you have a cat, you probably have that disease. That's why they tell pregnant women to stay away from cats. It's some weird really thing, yeah. So I probably have it. I don't want to eat cat shit though.
2: No, me either. I had cats <laughs> my whole life. Definitely. Definitely don't want to. That I way. was uh, severely injured by the Moderna vaccine. According to a former pussycat dolls member who shares her vaccines. True story. This is Jessica Lynn Shutta, Formerly Jay Sutta, the American singer, dancer, and actress uh, through the Epo- Epoch times uh she went out and explained that how she was developing a tremor uh the next couple of nights she started getting involuntary head jerks uh leg no. jerks according to the study of the Moderna vaccine triggered a life threatening mm. allergic response she claims it all began on the third day after her second shot
0: oh my gosh that is severely concerning yep it's almost like a tret syndrome or involuntary involuntary muscle spasms hmm.
2: yep toxic plasmosis thank you
0: oh i yeah
2: uh, CDC bought phone data to monitor Americans' compliance with lockdowns, according to a contract. And so the CDC, along with the White House, was buying uh, consumer phone data directly from the phone companies and then using that data along with contract tracing data to find out if you're complying with uh, lockdowns and vaccine mandates. Talk about totalitarian. <laughs> you know, why isn't there lawsuits galore against the federal government? Money. I guess so.
0: I can't afford to suit the government.
2: Yep. All right. Is this a sign of things to come? I know that. Uh, listen to this girl's story. Oh, I got. I got to share the audio. Sorry.
1: I just got into work today, so. While I was on Facebook today at home, um, someone had said that there was a three-letter agency that had trailers in our town at the fairgrounds. And I was like, hmm, I just don't know about that. I've driven past the fairgrounds. I haven't seen it. So they sent me a link, um, what, these tra- well, like, what they think these trailers are for. I'll try to post the link that they sent me. Um, If i can't figure it out and you want to you want it then message me and i'll message it to you um but i drive past the fairgrounds when i get into town there they are there's three or four trailers and i'm wondering what they're doing so i turned around and i took a picture let me show you right here national health and nutrition examination survey and right there it says monitoring monitoring the nation's health like what so if you have been like doing any kind of digging on the ohio train derailment you know that three months before the train derailment the government came in and they they gave everyone medical bracelets for free free medical bracelets to monitor people's health to watch their health if ever an emergency happened that they could monitor the health and I'm getting kind of scared we have a huge train that goes through our town like right in the middle of our town let me know
2: what you think all right what do you think?
0: That's crazy and creepy.
2: Mm-hmm. I believe it. I, I think that uh, I want to know if those trains are still parked out in the middle of nowhere. And why do we have CDC trailers out there doing medical surveys?
0: Well, did I tell you about the one that was parked near me? I did. Um, they moved most of them, but left five of them at the end of the yeah. um, rail.
2: Yep. And and you know what I think these potentially are? The groundwork for FEMA camps.
0: Oh, you mean the 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 CDC.
2: Yeah, the CDC trailers. These are the groundwork for FEMA camps. I don't talk to strangers. Bank Records Oversight Committee obtained revealed Biden Family Associate, Sarah Biden, used his company to transfer money from a Chinese energy company, the Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter Biden, James Biden, Hallie Biden, and Unknown Biden, which everybody's saying is Sarah Biden. Um, this is like, this is bad. Like, why isn't he, on, I'm, I'm so, so sorry, I'm sorry, I'm resigning. Like, Nixon resigned for way less than this. Um, Michigan Governor Whitmer investigated for using federal pandemic funds to create CRT and social justice courses for teachers. Remember when they couldn't pass the Green New Deal, the, the green energy deal, and, and all that had CRT and ESG shit in it? Yes. Well, they used the PPP funds to do it.
0: They have Did a these, lot of uh, different avenues to get their income. You know, fund their chaos. I have a
2: feeling. And look, I'm not promoting this. I'm not saying that I want this to happen. That very shortly, Americans are going to start taking justice into their own hands.
0: It happens all the time. And yeah.
2: I. You remember what happened in Sri Lanka when they overthrew their government and they went to the premier's house and they torched his Lamborghini in his house and he had to leave the country? Yeah. Something like that's going to happen
0: here. It could.
2: I think there's a really good possibility something like that's going to happen. Um, so the video had been released of the, uh, the Russian jet flying into the drone. If we watch this here, by the way, guys, this was intentional. Russia wanted to know the intelligence was, which was on this plane. And they knew that no U S Navy assets were around and that they could easily go and get the wreckage. And so they made this MQ9 Raptor crash, and here comes the bad one coming up to hit, making contact. Boom! Yeah, so like
0: yeah. I don't, I don't.
2: Rainbow flag for trans people.
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't, don't intend on knocking, knocking it, down it down like that. Like that. But, yeah. but maybe, maybe with the. With the fuel. Fuel.
2: Yeah, and, and difficult to recover the down drone in the Black Sea, according to the top U.S. general. Um, They should be asking uh, an admiral, but okay. But either way, the U.S. is not going to get this drone. Russia probably already has it. And they have the intelligences on board, plus all the various top secret components uh, that are on it. And Roxy, I just read that. I was just appalled. Um, Let's listen to Colonel McGregor, because he's dropping some bombs on the DC narrative and says the truth is coming out that this war was not started by Russia. What does he mean here?
1: Ukrainians are being crushed. Even the Washington Post and the New York Times are now finally beginning to print the truth. Their casualties are horrific. We've effectively seen the Russians destroy
2: three separate armies built by the Ukrainians. And and everyone is beginning to wonder what's really happening. The, The truth is coming out that this war was not started by Russia, that Russia begged us not to try and drag Ukraine into NATO. We ignored Russia and Russia made it very clear that they were going to defend their national interest. All they wanted was neutrality for Ukraine. Americans know something else, and I think somebody said this a few years ago. It's the economy, stupid. And every Republican
1: candidate understands that and has to win the American people over. The people in Washington are worried about their donors. The Republican candidates are worried about American voters.
2: Spot on, Colonel. Spot on. And, you know, this was not about Ukraine. This is not about helping Ukraine. This is about stopping Russia and the global economic war that is being perpetuated by the BRICS nations on the West. That's what this is all about. And this is going to lead the World War III, guys. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Now, Russia has accused Lindsey Graham of trying to start an apocalyptic conflict. He's not the only one. There's a few other Republicans out there doing the same thing. But Lindsey Graham appeared on Fox news in response to the close encounter between the Russian fighter jets and the MQ nine Reaper. Uh, what would Ronald Reagan do right now? Asked Graham. He would start shooting down Russian planes. If they were threatening our assets. I, I disagree. I think that he would call Gorbachev and be like, dude, what the hell is going on? <laughs>
0: like, I know. How could you make that assumption? The warmongering by the West is very concerning, nope. especially when you look at the whole picture. <laughs> look at China, look at Russia, and then look at us. It's just embarrassing.
2: Well, then we got to ask ourselves, Is what's going on right now with China? So China just negotiated peace between, um, well, that Iran will no longer funnel weapons into Yemen to f- support the Hoshi, right? So that's good. Iran will be, or Israel will be happy about that. Uh, now China's urging Ukraine and Russia to restart peace talks as soon as possible. Xi is going to meet with Putin peace um, that's weird China's bringing about peace this is this makes no sense so Yemen peace talks intensify after iran Saudi deal and China is the lead negotiator in this and you remember what Saudi Arabia said two weeks ago our relationship with the United States depends critically on what Israel does
0: hmm.
2: Ooh. And Israel we know is going to go Ooh. after Iran OK. Yep. Yeah. Yikes. Yep, Iran uh, agrees to stop using the Houthis in Yemen as part of the China broker deal with the Saudi Arabia. And I go 20 plus years in the Middle East and we brought war and destruction. China goes in with diplomacy and makes peace. Isn't that interesting? <sighs> so China has launched a global civ- uh, civilization initiative to, pro- to promote tolerance. Xi Jinping announced the launch on Wednesday of something called the Global Civilization Initiative, a plan to establish a global network for inter-civilization dialogue and cooperation in pursuit of diversity and tolerance. Yeah, this isn't good. Xi stressed that tolerance, coexistence, exchanges of mutual learning among different civilizations play an irreplaceable role in advancing humans' modernization process and making a garden of the world civilization flourish. As the future of all countries is closely connected nowadays uh so the dictator would not elaborate on how the global civilization initiative would work to promote those values or what sort of institutions or events would consist of but for them you have to understand that this is about laying the foundation they lay the foundation of this and then they build upon it and building upon that's called global governance
0: they sound like the us don't they when they're talking about what they're trying to do yeah it's just their side. They're head of the Hydra. It's not good that China's brokering all this peace, though. That really makes us look like shit.
2: Right? And there's a few other stories, but uh, we really don't have time to go through them. Uh, but that's okay. We're going to go through the rest of these uh, donations to the Red Pill Project. Thank you so much, guys. You guys are awesome. And Vince, was there a line added in there? There was. Uh, I got it. So, just Jim, oh, three. We did just Jim. Derive donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, Derive. Shannon1313, 13, 13, one diamond. Thank you so much, Shannon. Uh, bayonet, one lemon. Thank you so much, Bayonet. Alip, Alip, El- Alip donated two lemons. Thank you so much, Elip. uh Bayonet, two lemons. And Emmy underscore Y. Emmy, Emmy, just follow. Hey, thank you for the follow, Emmy. Don't forget to go Ooh. over to socialredpill.com and you can join everybody you're chatting with right there on the Zoom after this show. And they'll show you how to get there if you just go join socialredpill.com. And then RMRM Rosemary, they're donated to Five Lemon. Thank you so much, guys, for all of those uh, donations. And don't forget Dr. Kirk Elliott, uh, getgoldtoday.com.
1: Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace,
3: or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption That is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. (laughs) I I think it's I I haven't. Look.
1: Frankly, uh, if you look at the media where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore.
2: Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, my bad. My bad. Um, I, I apologize. And uh, I hit the wrong button. Hey. <laughs> I'm so used to having it like that that video, like sitting there waiting and yeah. then we do it. So my bad. Um, but guys, <laughs> that's all we have for you tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, conversations on the fringe, 8.30 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, to be determined. I got some really good guests coming up, though. I've been doing some scheduling. And so we have some potential really good guests coming up, a high quality guest, not that any of our guests are not quite quality. I'm going to see if a few friends want to join me tomorrow night um, and we can discuss some things happening in the world. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. Don't forget the socialredpill.com. Go on over to redpills.tv, subscribe. All of our links and how to support us are on over there. You can find all that information on redpills.tv, including how to donate to the Red Pill Project to help us keep us alive through Cash App, through crypto, and through our Give, Send, Go campaign. Give, Send, Go, redpills.tv slash go. But much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we
3: will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is
2: indeed brutal.
3: And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look.